This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about... Acadia National Park UFOs. That's correct. Acadia National Park UFOs. Now, of course, Acadia National Park is located up there in Maine, uh, along the coast of the Atlantic Ocean. A really beautiful, uh, spectacular scenery up there. And also, apparently, some UFO activity as well. This first article comes to us from barharvestory.com. It's dated July 19, 2022, written by Carrie Joan Brooks. It says, Acadia National Park, Alex McCall and his family were in Acadia National Park on June 20th and ended up seeing more than Acadia's gorgeous mountains, forests, and crashing surf. They were just hanging out being tourists in the mid-afternoon around 3.20 p.m. when they heard some jets in the sky in Acadia National Park just a bit away from Sand Beach. The family had just left Thunder Hole and Alex's daughter, a school teacher, tried to capture some video, possibly because uh, the grandson, who you can hear on the video's audio, quote, likes jets. What they caught wasn't what they expected, and now the video has gone a bit viral, especially in the UK. It says, Alex says on the video of his YouTube comments, quote, we were on vacation in Maine. We had just visited Thunder Hole in Acadia National Park. There were dozens, if not hundreds of people around. My kids and grandkids saw it and then heard it. My daughter got her phone out and on and pointed in the right direction but couldn't tell if she was getting video of it. She stopped when she couldn't see them any longer. There are several comments by other witnesses that said they saw or heard them. One person said his mom got a good video of it. Nobody was talking about it in the park. You just don't know anyone and you're not that close to each other. Yeah. So in other words, there's a lot of people in this park. I mean, it's a national park. They're from all over the world. You know, maybe this is something people don't just randomly talk to other people about. Uh, in the six-second video, two jets move into the cloud immediately after a small, glowing white object that some believe is a Tic Tac UFO, while others think it's an optical illusion. I don't think these jets are chasing an optical illusion. It looks to me like an orb. Uh, it says, and it's not the first time UFOs have been reported on MDI. In, 2013, in a 2013 article by Robert Levin for the Ellsworth American, he writes, quote, Chong Lim, his wife Judy, and several friends were on a Great Cranberry Island porch around 10.30 p.m. when they noticed several strange lights moving in the sky to the north. We saw four round-shaped orange-colored lights that were traveling from Cadillac Mountain toward Duck Island, Lim said. The orange lights were apparently emitting a low, vibrating sound, Lim said. He was. He has been asking other area residents if they saw anything, but so far has not found any corroborating reports. His group was not especially eager to believe in the UFO theory, but after talking about it for a while, they could settle on nothing else, he said. Well, you know, when you see him, you see him. A February 2021 article from Boston.com by Dylan Dewey reports that since 1946, there have been 1,000 reports of UFOs in Maine, and declassified CIA documents call it a hotspot. And then it goes on and talks a little bit about the video they have. The video is neat. I think it's great the person put it up. I just can't believe it didn't get more coverage. This is the kind of stuff that deserves to be talked about, deserves to be seen. And I, uh, I apologize that this thing went completely under my radar 
and it's been online apparently for a year just doesn't seem to come up in the research results i mean until you get digging and digging and digging for you know half hour 45 minutes a couple hours sometimes and then, and then you'll finally come across these really intriguing cases now let's look at another article talking about these two fighter jets chasing this what is obviously a ufo across the sky there in acadia national park now, continuing with this sighting that happened there over Acadia uh, National Park, of course, Acadia National Park being located there along uh, Maine's you know, southeast border, uh, directly across from Nova Scotia, uh, Shag Harbor, all, all that, a very uh, pristine uh, wilderness-type area where this national park is at. Plenty of places for these UFOs to hide if that's what they want to do. Now, this article here we're looking at is from newsflare.com. Newsflare.com. Uh, it says two Top Gun pilots have been filmed giving chase to a UFO over a park full of tourists over Acadia National Park in Maine, USA. Then it says two Top Gun pilots have been filmed giving chase to a UFO over a park full of tourists. The eerie moment was captured by one of them on their iPhone. Alex McCall was with his school teacher daughter and grandchildren when the military jet blasted across the skies at high speed. But they then looked up to see the unidentified flying object in front of them. His daughter was able to film them as they roared over Acadia National Park in Maine, USA. The two military jets then vanished into the clouds. Former pilot Alex said he was convinced from his 25 years of flying that the white tic-tac-shaped UFO could not have been another plane. Alex said, my daughter took the video. It's legit. We don't know what it is. There are people saying it's CGI that are obviously clueless. She stopped filming when she couldn't see them anymore. It was taken with an iPhone. We were on vacation in Maine. There were dozens, if not hundreds of people around. My kids and grandkids saw it and then heard it. My daughter got her phone out and on and pointed in the right direction, but couldn't tell if she was getting video of it. She stopped when she couldn't see them any longer. Alex said they weren't the only ones to witness it. He added, one person said his mom got a good video of it. It all happened so fast. You can hear my grandson say he likes jets. Everyone thought the white thing was another airplane until I looked at the video. The video filmed on June 20th was has only just come to light. It's not the first time Alex has encountered a UFO. I saw a UFO in 1996 and know what I saw. Unfortunately, I didn't get a picture of it, he said. The reason I know there is something to come of the sightings is because I saw exactly the same thing. Up close and personal. I don't have a clue what those jets in my video are with, but I do know it's not another fighter jet. I also know it wasn't faked. For what it's worth, I was an airline pilot for 25 years. Here you have a former 25-year veteran as an airline pilot seeing these two fighter jets chase this UFO across the sky. Uh, the way he talks here, I wonder if this guy is not from the UK. Maybe this video was released in the UK, just didn't get picked up and really hit the you know the top half of the search engine on this side of the uh, side of the pond very interesting stuff now let's take a look at this next article here now we've talked about this ufo that was uh, recorded flying over acadia national park and the fact is there's been a pretty rich history of ufo sightings in the state of maine and we'll look at a couple here this is from etravelmaine.com it has a little introduction then it says it talks about the sightings. It says Camden, Maine, 1808. Cynthia Everett, a school teacher in Maine in the early 1800s, kept a diary. The entry for July 22, 1808, went far beyond the usual musings of everyday life. Everett described a strange light that arrived from the east and that seemed to dart back and forth, hover, change altitude, then eventually disappear. 
For her time, Everett was an educated woman with knowledge of the sciences and the natural phenomena of the earth. Translation, she did not make... she did not mistake the lights for the aurora borealis. There were also no weather balloons back in the fledgling United States to blame for the strange darting orb. No, and I would dare say there were also no orbs. Just shows these things have been around for a long time, even back in 1808 recording this thing. Here's one from 1968. It says, Toads in Pascagasa River area, 1968. On the eastern side of the Pascagasa Wikikig River, however you say that, is a heavily wooded area. It is visited at night mostly by those looking for a bit of privacy for some stargazing and or other extracurricular activities. During the last three months of 1968, some of those sitting about in their cars got more than they bargained for. Saucer-shaped UFOs made multiple appearances, apparently attracted by the high-tension power lines running through the nearby field. Witnesses saw the craft hover over the lines spin and then leave. This was repeated over and over again. Witnesses reported seeing smaller lighted objects falling from the bottom of the UFO seeming to transfer power from the lines to the craft. As soon as the transfer was complete, the craft sped away into the night skies. UFO theorists have suggested that aliens are attracted to our power sources such as nuclear plants and high-powered electrical wire. Sightings appear to be more frequent around these structures particularly if they are in lightly populated areas. Can it be that aliens view Earth as a recharging station, making regular stops to fuel up like one giant electric car? Do the increased sightings in the 21st century Maine and elsewhere mean these intergalactic freeloaders have discovered that we now have electric cars? Imagine what fun they'll have once recharging sites for those cars are set up coast to coast. Yeah, I don't know. it would take an awful lot of energy to keep one of these craft going. Uh, could they be drawing energy off these high uh, high uh, voltage wires? Who knows? I mean, we know a lot of electricity. I think like half the electricity sent through these things leaks out. So maybe these things are just soaking up what would otherwise be wasted electricity that's just discharged as, these, as this power goes through the power lines for miles and miles. I don't know. Allagash Abductions, Eagle Lake, 1976. This is one that we did cover in the podcast, but it's been a long time ago. I should probably take a look at it again sometime. Probably the most famous UFO sighting was at Eagle Lake, part of the Allagash Waterway in northern Maine. Four men, brothers Jack and Jim Weiner, Charlie Fultz, and Chuck Rack, decided to take a canoeing and fishing trip in this remote part of the state. Their first day of fishing didn't go so well, so they decided to paddle out and see if the fish would bite at night. Unfamiliar with the area, they built a giant campfire to mark their campsite and then set off. As they fished out on the lake, they watched a very bright object appear over the trees. It was round, changing colors from red to green to yellow as it darted about. So I can imagine, these guys are out there on that lake. It's... If you've ever done any wilderness camping at all, you can know how dark it can get. So they're out there. They, they can see the fire, uh, you know, on the shore where they've camped at. But here's this very bright object appear over the trees, they say. This UFO just comes hovering over the trees, and here they are in the middle of the lake. The men aim their flashlight at the object. That's usually not a good idea uh, from what I can read on these things. And flashed an SOS signal. Big mistake. The object came straight for them shining a beam of light back at them all of a sudden at least two of them at least two of them the men were back at their campsite the object was hovering then sped up and disappeared 
Several nightmares and counseling sessions later, the men realized they had been abducted. The experience was fuzzy, like a dream, out of focus. But since all were artists, they were able to sketch their experiences. Basically, they remember creatures with large eyes doing some embarrassing physical examinations. The Allagash abductions have never been explained or discounted. The television show Unsolved Mystery also featured the story on an episode. Yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, here's one that says, Why are UFOs interested in Maine and us? Why are the aliens attracted to Eagle Lake? Perhaps they were regular visitors to the Allagash and the giant campfire seemed out of place. Like Earth scientists, they might have come down to have a look. And as far as the, sam as far as the samples... Is it any different than ocean goers tagging whales or taking skin samples from manta rays to learn more about these creatures? So far, aliens haven't attached critter cams to us humans. As far as we know, they probably can just tap into our cell phones. Look, we've got plenty of uh, plenty of uh, reports of these uh, alien implants. Uh, they've dug alien implants out of people. So who knows what's going on with these things? But definitely some strange stuff going on there in Maine. I'll take a look at one more article before we close this out. So we'll finish up here with just some more really cool sightings there from Maine. And like I said, this area at the Acadia National Park seems to be kind of a hot spot. I did find some other pictures and stuff online. You can take a look. Uh, people just out taking a vacation there, snapping photos and, and being photobombed by UFOs. There does seem to be something in that area that really attracts these things. And this article here is from Newsbreak.com talking about some of the more uh, well-known sightings. This is South Portland UFO sighting. Maine has a long history of UFO sightings, but one of the earliest and most memorable occurred in South Portland the summer of after World War II. The incident took place on a sunny summer day as a woman and her husband were enjoying a quiet lunch near the shore. Suddenly, the woman felt a strange presence and looked up to see a dark, oval-shaped object hovering above them. As soon as she laid eyes on it, the UFO shot straight up into the sky and vanished. The woman, who spoke about the encounter decades later in 2008, was convinced that she had encountered a flying saucer, and the memory has stayed with her ever since. Well, she definitely encountered a UFO. Now, this is a Bar Harbor UFO sighting. On July 10, 2013, a group of skygazers sky in Bar Harbor, Maine, claimed to have witnessed unidentified flying objects passing over Mount Desert Island and Acadia National Park. This is the one with Chong Lim. Chong Lim and his wife Judy and several friends were on a porch on Great Cranberry Island at around 10.30 p.m. when they saw several strange orange lights in the sky to the north. Lim described the lights as round-shaped and emitting a low, vibrating sound. Despite initially being skeptical, the group couldn't come up with any other explanation for the mysterious lights. Lim reached out to other area residents to see if anyone else had seen the UFOs, but he couldn't find any corroborating reports. The Federal Aviation Administration was also unable to provide any information on the alleged sightings. This is from the Arono Alien Encounter. It says, In 1972, Jim Sullivan was a 16-year-old high school student in Arono, Maine, when he had an encounter with a UFO. As he waited in his car to pick up his parents' From their local church, he saw a saucer-shaped object with an array of multicolored lights hovering over the nearby University of Maine police station. Despite the unusual nature of the sighting, Sullivan remained calm and even counted to ten before the craft suddenly disappeared. Sullivan has not spoken about the incident much over the years as he was worried about being dismissed as delusional. However, he has occasionally told friends about the encounter and has always maintained that what he saw was real. I think that's 
the case with so many people. They see these things and then they just kind of compartmentalize it. They don't want to take, take over their life. Uh, this is called the Dexter Alien Sightings, and then we'll do this before we finish up. It says, on January 7, 2013, a resident of Dexter, Maine, experienced a strange occurrence while at home. Their cable television began flickering and then stopped working entirely. Curious, they stepped outside onto the porch overlooking Lake Wusakig and noticed a low, luminous cloud in the sky. As they watched, a red glow appeared to, to the left of the cloud, just below the tree line. The glow turned out to be a large, bright red object emerging from the trees, moving into a westerly direction. The object appeared to be pulsing and was round like an orb, like another object in the center emitting red and white light. The witness grabbed their binoculars for a closer look and saw the object moving further away before disappearing behind some trees and houses. Despite searching for it, the witness was unable to see the object again. They described the event as exciting and astounding and have never forgotten it. They reported the sighting to MUFON on January 9th. So, you know, they see this giant orb. It, it's pulsating. It's got like another orb in the center. This is definitely some sort of uh, designed creation, some sort of object. It's not a weather phenomena. But I like the way that they talk about it. it appears to be trying to camouflage itself with this cloud. This says this is the Greenville Alien Encounter. On September 20th, 2014, a couple in Greenville, Maine, observed a circular light moving at a high velocity in the sky. The light had a strobe effect and was accompanied by three thin, linear, horizontally oriented lights that were yellow, orange, and color. The object was initially seen moving in a westerly direction, but eventually stopped and moved again in a southwesterly direction before disappearing over the horizon. The couple had binoculars with which they were able to get a good look at the object, and they reported the sighting to MUFON the following day. This was not the first time they had seen objects of this nature in their wilderness setting on the east shore of Moosehead Lake. Something definitely is attracting these things there. I don't know if it's just this wilderness setting where these things feel like they can just do what they want, not be bothered, or if it's some sort of natural resource there that is presenting itself to these UFOs, but... A lot of activity going on and a lot of activity being reported when you consider you know, the low population base in that area. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.